if Leo has the opportunity to shine on these hoes, they're going to get up and shine on these hoes. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Maya. How you doing, girl? I'm good, girl. How are you? Uh, it's good. How is you doing, third? We'll pause for your mm. response. Mm. Say it. Say it with your chest. Mm. It's airy season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love you. We hope y'all are having a good week. Yes. Um. So, if y'all didn't know, we are charmed and dangerous. Mm. You know, because we a little charming. And we be a little, uh, a lot. A lot of danger. Dangerous. Yes. A lot of charming, too. Yeah. You know. You know. We toggle on and off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the other weekend i watched this really great really funny movie called (laughs) bad trip yes okay i'm not gonna lie i was a little intoxicated i won't say under which type of intoxication i was in but the movie was freaking hysterical i feel like i haven't seen a good comedy in a while and that's why i wanted to highlight it today because like i feel like i haven't laughed like that since one of my friends made me laugh you know what i mean like things don't make me laugh like that i feel like in quarantine, I haven't like chuckled really hard like that. And I felt like so many times it was offensive, but it was so good. I loved it. Yeah, it was so fucking funny. I watched it, I think like a week after you watched it. And I watched it with my boyfriend and we were also intoxicated. And <laughs> honestly, it was so fucking funny. Like I tweeted that, like I literally couldn't breathe throughout the entire movie. Like, cause one, I'm asthmatic and two, it was so fucking funny that I literally, like, it was, like, stepping on my neck. Like, yes. every time I, like, finally started, like, cooling down after, like, a hilarious scene, um, they would do some crazy shit. And I'd be like, oh, my God, like, I need to laugh again? Like, how much are you going to make me laugh? Right. And, like, I love, like, dark humor. And I also like humor that, like, goes to places that, like, most people would feel super uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. I personally can handle that. I actually would love to see that more in comedy. Right. So when I see, like, watch a movie like that where, it, like, it really just, you know, it hammers it home for me, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my, this is going to be, like, a, this is a feel-good movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, for sure. Right. And I feel like it was just so interestingly filmed, too, because, I like... I loved it. It's mostly real people. You it know is, what I so mean? So it's real people, and then it cuts into, like, you know, in, like, movies, like, f- fictional movies. One example would be in every, like, romantic comedy rom-com there's like a scene where the guy like chases her to the airport and all of a sudden everybody at the airport is looking at them you know what i mean like this is what happens in movies yeah but the cool part about this particular movie is that like it would literally show like the real reactions of like people around them when stupid shit like that would happen and then it would go into like playing like a background song to make the scene seem real. And then it would show people's faces around them, and they're like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like it you was know, so like funny. that is just so different. Yeah, and it's never really been done before like that in like a comedy. Like yeah, there's like um, Jackass and mm-hmm. like all and, those like, skits and stuff. Exactly, but, like, a full movie. But the way they tied that fiction into it, like damn. They did that. They did that. Oh, my God. How did you feel about that gorilla scene? Oh, my gosh. That shit. Okay, honestly, (laughs) at that point, I 
I was like, okay, they've gone too far. Like, they, this is like a little too much. It was funny. I was still laughing. I knew, I knew that. But I knew that scene would make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I, was I don't like, know why. I was just like, damn. I bet you Maya hates this. Scene. I hated it so <laughs> much. I was dying. That's so. But funny. it definitely made me feel so uncomfortable too because. I just like feeling uncomfortable, and then it made me feel uncomfortable when I saw what real people were reacting to it. You know what I mean? Because, like, I would be traumatized. Right. We know this is, like, (laughs) for show. We know it's not real. We know it's comedy. But I really try to put myself in those people's shoes and be like, they're just at the zoo. They're trying to have a good time. And then when he went back in for the second time, I was like, these people are probably like, what the Right, like this guy's fucking stupid. He obviously wants it. Like he clearly like liked it. He clearly was like, mm, some about that hit. Right. <laughs> so moral of the story, please go and watch Bad Trip on yes. Netflix. Um, I don't do you remember the main guy's character? He's also the one that he produced it, right? He wrote yeah, it. He yeah, he is. I'm blanking on his we name. We suck because like he wow. really deserves all the attention. Yeah, he does. He's like Yeah. I was gonna say he's I feel like I see him in a lot of comedy yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's a popular he's, comedian. Would, like, you know his face. Yeah, so just Andre, know that the... Andre something. Okay, cool. Okay. Andre, it's the main dude. Yeah. Just know that. He's not just a talented actor. He's also a producer, writer, director. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did that shit. Oh, my God. So, I heard that someone broke into my boyfriend's house this weekend. <gasps> Who? My boyfriend, I mean Drake, my Canadian boyfriend. Obviously. <laughs> No, for real. I was like on Twitter and I'm I see like Drake's oh. trending and like usually when Drake's trending I'm like did he drop certified lover boy? Like what's going on with Zanny? Right. And then I see this crazy woman with a knife which yeah, she got arrested outside his home cuz she was trying to sneak in. What? That she is, had a knife? Yeah, she had a fucking knife, bro. What? I would be oh my like gosh. she was going for them Birkins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm coming for those Birkins. She's like I'm going to make you love me. Oh my god. Oh I know. I was like really scared for him. You know, sometimes I'd be forgetting that like celebrities be in danger because people are fucking crazy, people you are know what I mean? They psycho. have real life stalkers like yeah. I'm sorry. Know, a regular Joe Schmo has a reg- has a it's stalker. True. It's Imagine true. Someone that's like you could see that they're successful. People want them. They're talented. People get obsessed with people easily. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was just like, I was just freaked out. I was like, damn, like no amount of money can like buy you safety. Right. You know what I mean? If right. anything, like I feel like the more money you have, the more you need to invest in your safety. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And you know that he has hella security footage. You know what I mean? Probably has like bouncers and shit. Always like yeah, looking out. Mm-hmm. I bet you but he doubled still. up on that security after that right. day. <laughs> His Scorpio ass. He was like, oh, <laughs> hell no. Damn. Yeah. And I was, I think I was on Jade's Twitter. She was tweeting the other day that like Scorpio placements, like we have, we have this thing where people get like obsessed with us and they get a little crazy. And it's just so funny to me. Cause like the Scorpio archetype is like, we're obsessive and like, we want things and we go after it. But like, nobody talks about like how often that happens to us. Like mm-hmm. the reason we're like that is cause we experienced it at a young age. So we know that people are weird like that. And although we can be a little, you know, creepy and obsessive, we, we're not obsessive like that. Like people actually are like that with us Yeah, and it is weird. Yeah, because it's almost like I feel like for them, it's like they don't have a brain. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? They're like zombies. Like they're just like I'm coming for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's like a crazy, scary kind of like. Right. 
It's a different story if I'm like obsessed with you because I know everything about you and I'm like I'm in love with you and like I want to protect you know what I'm but then there's these people who are like you it's almost like brainwash not that you brainwash them or like they Drake I think they're infatuated by the magnetism you Mm -hmm. know they're like want to like get a feed off of it yeah so they just get weird yeah honestly so Mm. if you're a Scorpio listening and you feel like you've experienced this or if you've been a victim of this Tell us your story. DM us. Yes. Charm and dangerous. <laughs> oh my God. I have to give a special shout out to Kimmy though. I mean, since we're talking about Drake, it's only fair that we talk about her right. soon to be hubby. Exactly. Because we be shipping it. If it's your first time here, we ship Kim and Drake. Clearly there's something going on there. Right. Okay. We know that they're going to be in a relationship soon. At some point. So y'all just wait on it. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes, shout out to Kimmy. She just became a billionaire. Oh, yes. yes. Okay, Kim, okay, get your like, money. Something get about your that money. just hits for me, you know what I mean? Especially because she's studying to be a lawyer too. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because Kylie became a million billionaire a while ago, but that ended up being like false Fake. apparently. Yeah. Um, Fake news. And it just, it did happen to me. I was shocked when it happened for Kylie because I was like, not because I didn't expect it. Cause I can tell that like her business is blowing up and you could tell she's a good businesswoman. Yeah. But in my head I was like, how the fuck is Kim not a billionaire before she is like, it's fucking Kim. Right. Um, so I kind of, actually have enjoyed that like Kim has had this like kind of a slower burn with it Mm -hmm. because you could tell she's like building her empire like very slowly Mm -hmm. and I've heard like nothing but great things about her shapewear like apparently it's like the best shapewear in the industry Um, because she always talks about how like when she when she would start wearing shapewear like she just could never find the right one and like they would always show under her clothes so she like actually made something that like she would wear Mm -hmm. Um, and her makeup I've gotten her brand is pretty good too Nice. I haven't tried Kylie's. To me, it gives me like 15-year-old I've heard energy. not good things about yeah. it, too, I just, to it be just honest. It just gives me like young girl energy. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I feel like girls that are under 20, like they, yeah. they love her shit. And that's fine. Maybe I would have when it would have came out at that time, too. But it just doesn't give me like grown woman aesthetic. Yeah. It's not my demographic. Like you know? I feel like Kim K is like more mm-hmm. our, you know what I mean? Our generation, like our time. Like Kylie's like younger to me. Exactly. You know what and I mean? like, like Kim K is iconic when it comes to like her makeup looks. And mm-hmm. like I just, I trust her more. Um, but yeah, if y'all want good product recommendations from her brand, I've tried her blushes and her lip liners and her lipsticks. Her lip liners are my favorite. Her lipstick is good too. But mm. I mean, it makes sense. It's Kim K. She's like, iconic when it comes to her lips yeah those lip liners <laughs> so yeah i would get her lip liners they're really bomb okay. check them out y'all yeah, but yeah congrats kimmy yeah we're proud of I you i love Bobo. to see a bad bitch win right. i really do also i just feel like it's kind of like extra sweet that she got it after her after divorce the divorce thing you know it's just like keep on going honey right you going places yeah, only only to the top yeah and soon you'll have all of drake's birkins that exactly he's been keeping, he's been keeping for you <laughs> And none for the woman that was trying to sneak in. <laughs> okay, so if you guys were here last week, I had a little question, like a quarantine question for our intro too. And like, I don't know, I guess like since like quarantine is kind of coming to the to an end very slowly, I've been like thinking about these things a lot. So that's why I have another quarantine question for yes. today. Mm-hmm. And the quarantine question for today is what? I can't tolerate anymore after being in quarantine for a year. So, like, it could literally be, like, what standards you have now or, like, just, like, what didn't work for you or what did you learn during that time to be, like, okay, I now know that I 
can't deal with that shit anymore, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So what are some of yours? Okay, so I had a couple. Yeah. Tell me. Okay, so the <laughs> first one is, okay, the first one is I feel like other people's weird energy is something that I have less tolerance for. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like I always hated weirdos, but now I feel extra sensitive to it, and I feel like we talked about this before. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of weird. It's like a double side of the coin because it's like, yes, I feel more sensitive to them, but I also feel extra more bold to like protect my energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's to like set that yeah, to boundary. Be like, no, I'm so I'm like more boldly being Vocal. like, stay the fuck away to these weirdos. Mm-hmm. And also it's like, oh, but I'm more sensitive about it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm realizing that I don't, I'm not going to like tolerate like the weirdness anymore. For you know? sure. I completely agree. That's... Even though I'm more sensitive inside. Yeah. <laughs> and like maybe, because that's one of mine too, very similar to yours. And like maybe it's because we're so sensitive that we're like, okay, now that I know how sensitive I am to this, I owe it to myself to be more bold when it comes to my approach instead of like being like, I'm sensitive. So I'm going to hold back. I'm like, I'm sensitive and I deserve you to know that I don't. I don't want to deal with this. Right. And I I don't deserve this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I feel like just, like, random people talking to me. Like, I'm just not tolerant to it anymore at all. And I feel like I've spent all this time on, like, myself and, like, meditating, yoga, like, protecting my peace. And then as soon as I, like, leave the house, some rando wants to, like, come and, like, fuck all my shit up that, I like, I took so much time to, like, build. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I do the extra work at home to build this aura of protection around myself. So, of course, when the first person that tries to fuck with it, I'm going to go off on you. Yeah. Because you're literally fucking with the piece that I actively created. hmm You know? And not a lot of people do that. And I feel like it definitely makes you protect it more when you know you've built it. hmm And you're putting time into it. Yeah. And during quarantine, I've said on the podcast, that was one of the things that I worked on. I'm just not here for random people fucking with me yeah, <laughs> anymore. Yeah, no, fuck that. And quarantine just, <laughs> just, yeah, just made me more protective of my energy and who gets to have access to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, it was just like, here's my energy. My energy's amazing. I love sharing my energy with the people that deserve it. But now I'm like, do you deserve it? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and if I feel like you're being disrespectful of it, I'm going to let you fucking know. Yeah. You know? Cause because it kind of seems like you're coming at me. Right. Even though you're trying to, like, be, like, all aggressive, like, trying, maybe trying to hit on me or just, like, just people being weird. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, like, inserting themselves. Me and Maya talk about this. Certain kind of people mm. love to insert themselves into people's conversations in public. And it's like, bitch, who the fuck said that you could give me your opinion? Nobody. I don't even ask my mom for her opinion this often. But I swear these Karens are just, like, it's like they don't even go to the grocery store because they need to buy anything. They're just there to give a lending hand. They're like, anybody need advice? Anybody need advice? Like, bitch, go home. Go home. Keep taking Charlie's medication from his freaking oral surgery. Oh, my God. You know? (laughs) Chill the fuck out. Literally. Take a Xanax and relax, Karen. Right. Anyway. (laughs) They're just annoying. No, I feel you. You know? Mm -hmm. And after being in quarantine, I'm not tolerating it right I feel like the what I've built in quarantine of like my peace you know um deserves that kind of bold reaction Mm -hmm. you know what I mean she deserves that she does deserve it (laughs) she does deserve it honestly another thing that I feel like I'm not tolerating anymore is people thinking I have to respond to them right away Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's because 
you know, during quarantine, time moves very slow. You do get to have a little bit more time than usual when it comes to your conversations, your relationships. Everyone's just taking things slow. There's no rush. Um, whereas before quarantine, we lived in a very fast-paced world. Yeah. And we live in the city, so it's very fast-paced. And I don't know what the transition is going to be like for me when it goes back to a faster pace, but I do know that I'm not... People aren't going to have access to me like they used to. I'm not going to feel obliged to respond to them right away. Like, if I feel like I need more time and space to respond to you, I'm going to take that because I deserve that, you know? Mm -hmm. Another probably thing that relates back to my inner pace. Like, I don't want to feel obligated to be available to people all the time because I'm not, honestly. I'm not. Mm-hmm. My priority is myself and i'm fucking loving it yes <laughs> hell yes it should be your number one priority is yourself because mm-hmm. then you know you're always gonna be happy for sure and listen your girl got a libra stellium inside real astrology like all my life <laughs> i feel like i've been making sure everyone around me is good and like the more I grew up, the more I realized less people ask me how I'm doing. And a lot of times I'm hearing other people's stories, which I don't mind because I know I give great advice and I know I'm always there for people. And I, that's my biggest strength. But also I shouldn't feel obligated to always be there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to notice when I'm asking more than I'm being asked. Damn straight. The other thing that I feel like I can no longer tolerate in um, quarantine or after this year of quarantine is like a typical nine to five schedule. I feel like I just can't do it anymore. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I work, I have like a regular job again, but I don't work a regular nine to five even still, you mm-hmm. know? And I just feel like I can't have a normal schedule. And I feel like before quarantine, I really always thought like I had to have like a regular nine to five and I needed to fit within like these certain lines. And I just feel like I'm okay with that not being me, you know? So I'm just not going to tolerate that anymore regular oh. schedules you know yeah and like wait so is this guilty. a new thing because i feel like we kind of talked about this like a couple months ago and you were still trying to like mm-hmm. make yourself comfortable with the nine to five thing because you thought that that was i feel like society makes this thing that's the standard that we need to set ourselves up to succeed in mm-hmm. so is that something new that you've been it is and i feel like it just sucks because I was feeling that way, but then I got a job again and I was like, oh, like I need to like make sure I'm doing really well. And it's like, okay, well, just because you're showing up to a nine to five at the exact time doesn't necessarily mean you're doing good at your job. You know what I mean? 100%. So doesn't mean I you're feel being like productive, doesn't mean your mind is there. Yeah. So I feel like I just changed. Physically showing like, up doesn't mean mentally. Yeah. It doesn't mean shit. You know what I mean? And I feel like sometimes I would show up like right to a regular nine to five and I wouldn't get anything done, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I just feel like I've just changed my thought process around it, and it's made it a lot more enjoyable for me all around. Like, I love all that. the things I have to do, you know? No, I freaking love that. And think about how many people could relate to that, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like if you can physically show up 9 to 5, 5 days out of the week, that's great, but... If the stress of trying to get there at nine and staying till five, you know, is getting to you, how productive can you really be when you get there? Right. You know, a lot of times people are on different sleeping schedules. People are productive during different hours of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it just varies and it just it sucks that we live in the kind of society where you're kind of judged and shamed for not being able to fit into that standard, mm-hmm. you know, because not all of us are productive when it comes to a nine to five. Mm-mm. No, it's like, I feel like this false American 
the American dream, dream is crumbling <laughs> before my eyes. And that is also something that I learned during quarantine. Yeah. Like, I always knew I hated um, capitalism, consumerism, the corporate world in America. But I feel like w- during quarantine, we've just seen what doesn't work anymore. And I feel like we all just have our priorities straight. Mm-hmm. And our standards are up high. And, yep. And then there's the people that didn't change. <laughs> We don't we don't uh, hang out with them, yeah, so we, we don't, don't really They're know. Weird. Um, okay, I have a couple more things. My other one is aggressive communication. Mm. Um, I yeah, after being quarantined for a year, again, very sensitive, protecting my peace, living my best life. Um, so I feel like yeah, I just can't. I literally can't with aggressive communication anymore. Like you're stressing me out, and like speak to me like I'm like five years old, and then maybe we'll talk. Like that's that's literally how I feel. I'm like yes. if you are not coming at me. Like, you know, if your inner child isn't coming at my inner child in the correct tone, we're going to fight. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want that. So I'm probably just going to slowly make my way into the other room, slowly stop responding to you. We're not friends anymore. Like, I do not tolerate that no more. Yeah. Sarah's baby. And mm-hmm. listen, I I love myself a lot. I, I freaking tell myself sweet affirmations every morning. You think I want a random person to be yelling at me aggressively? I'm so soft with myself. You better come at me soft, bitch. Like, uh-uh. Right, like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. I know you talk to yourself all kind of crazy, yeah, but you ain't going to talk exactly. to me like that. <laughs> and I feel like you see it. The way people communicate, you see that that's probably how they are with themselves. And I am in no place to teach you how to talk to yourself, which means you're probably never going to come at me nice. Mm-hmm. You know? And I just... Again, don't have time for it, won't tolerate it, will probably make you feel stupid. Yeah. Mm. Where before I was like, oh, you wanna get, you wanna talk about mother? You wanna talk about mother? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm fucking. And I just is. can't, you know? That's amazing. Protecting my peace. Hashtag yes. protect, protecting. Protect. Hashtag protecting my peace. That is like actually the hashtag of this episode. Yes. And then my last one is blatant ignorance. Mm. Blatant ignorance. I have a lot to say, but really I'll keep it short and sweet. Like, (laughs) you really just have had all this time during quarantine to educate yourself. And if you didn't do the work during quarantine, you're probably never going to do it. Ever. So if you're still blatantly ignorant after quarantine, yeah, I'm just not going to tolerate it. Like, I just, I can't with you. No, you have your lack of awareness. And just, yeah, you just, you kind of (laughs) suck. And I, don't want to be the person explaining shit to you. Yeah, I definitely don't talk. To- that's something I definitely don't tolerate anymore is people like coming to me, asking me for questions of like how they can be an ally. I'm like, figure it out yourself. <laughs> like you just said, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, it is not. I- we're not doing that anymore. Like I used to be nice. And like some people I would like, you know, take a little time if I really felt like there was hope and just like, nah, fuck you. You can figure it out. Figure it out. Especially after all this time, Maya. Yeah. All this time. People out here are tweeting every day that they're bored. They're not going out. Right. They miss their friends. Oh. They they binged all the shows. Oh, well, would you look at that? There's Google. You right. don't know everything about everything, right? Okay, so learn something. Learn something now. Literally. <laughs> Just do it. Right. My last one that I can't tolerate anymore is a little silly, but I really can't. Our bras. I just oh can't God. do it anymore. Fuck like, bras. I can't, you know, I feel like in the beginning of quarantine, I really decided, like, no, I'm not wearing bras, like, yeah, anymore. Yeah, bras suck. And I really don't wear bras anymore. I don't care if my nips are out here showing, like, 
I really don't care. Yeah, let them know. Who gives a fuck? I wish I could do that. I mean, I wear no bra at home, but my titties are too big to not do that outside. It just hurts. I threw out all my wired bras. Listen, it's it's unlined bras now. They yeah. have cute ones. Mm-hmm. Like, you, there's just no excuses to wear uncomfortable bras. Again, I'm not tolerating. You're disrupting my peace, <laughs> Right. <bra. laughs> it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to even, constrained. if I at all think, oh, this bra is uncomfortable, it means it's not the bra for me. I want to feel like it's just not there. Right. You know? Yeah. No, I don't want to feel it. I don't want to feel it. Or, yeah, just not have it. I mean, if we're talking to, in know. terms of like that <laughs> shit, I will not tolerate <laughs> jeans anymore. Like, it, honestly. Speak on it. I wear jeans, I swear, I wear a jean, like, a jean, I can't even call it jeans anymore. I wear a jean, like, <laughs> once a month. Once a month. And that's on a good season. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> Or is she trying to look real cute? (laughs) I can live in my fucking sweatpants. I feel you. Honestly. And I've been like dressing the sweatpants up because, you know, it's the year where you could dress up sweatpants. You put on a little cute crop top with it. Mm-hmm. You, you know? styling. You styling. Put on some jewelry. Damn. Right. You the Iconic. freshest. You the freshest on Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> right? Like, who got the cutest PJ set? <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> for real, though. Okay, so I don't know if you've heard, but... What happened? <laughs> Nick Cannon. Well, did what you hear about do? Nick Cannon? <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like okay. he's, he's such a, like, problematic whore. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's always in the fucking, like... He's always in He can't something. help himself. He can't help himself. But I thought it was really funny because, do? okay, he got somebody he wow. got somebody pregnant, oh, and I, she's I having twins. Oh, that's so awesome. he just has like the twin gene. Oh yeah, he does because <laughs> Mariah has twins, right? Yeah, Mariah has yeah. twins too. And I, for some reason, I was like, oh, is that like Mariah's gene? But it's definitely him. So now he has what, two sets kids. of twins. Yeah, two sets of twins. That's kind of really cute. Isn't that cute? So yeah, like congratulations to them or whatever. Yeah, that's cute. I hope you can like um, be cool with Mariah, whoever the new baby mama is. Yeah, like I hope like your twins, your two sets of twins can play together. Right. Do we know <gasps> the genders? We don't. Oh. I Mariah's is two boys, right? I thought it was a boy and a girl. Oh, I have no idea. I have no idea, though. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. Right? So cute. I wonder, okay, I always wondered with twins, like, do they technically all have the same DNA? So, like, okay, there's, like, those twins, they have the same DNA. But if he has another set of twins, oh, they won't because they're a different mom. Yeah, they're her mom. If it was with the but same person, But if it was with the probably, same mom? Yeah. It will probably be this, literally. Even, that's crazy. Yeah, oh, I was about to say the <laughs> dumbest thing ever. Cause you know how when like twins, when twins get married and they have babies, they're like not even cousins; they're like siblings. Those yeah. babies. I was about to say something really dumb. I was about to be like, "Well, I can't even explain it. Oh. I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't even. I'm confusing myself because I'm like, okay, so if the twins, if he has twins with the same woman twice, then they're sibling and i'm like yeah no shit they're siblings (laughs) (laughs) all right y'all so if you're here from youtube welcome and if you're not we post two youtube videos every week and from those videos we pull two questions that we discuss further in this wonderful groundbreaking incredible late night podcast (laughs) (laughs) and our first topic relates to Aries so happy Aries season Mm -hmm. today we are discussing what is the best part of dating an Aries okay I feel like the best part about dating an Aries is you literally feel like you're like Bonnie and Clyde you know Mm. what I mean it's like us against the world you know yeah and I don't know there's just something about 
Aries energy, to me, that makes you feel very protected. Mm-hmm. And that no one is going to, like, come fuck with you when you're with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I really feel, like, safe. Even though they're, like, fucking crazy, I'm like, he crazy. You don't know. Yeah. She crazy. You, you don't know, know what's going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't don't push the bear. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know when it's time to perform. <laughs> right. And sometimes I feel like that's also, like, kind of, like, exciting to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I just love the way they show up for their people. Mm-hmm. and always are willing to, like, protect them and encourage them at the end of the day. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like Aries are, like, great hype people. They are. So, yeah. That's what I love most about them. Yeah. I feel like they're really good at being your number one fan. And mm-hmm. who doesn't want and deserve that out of a relationship? Like, literally. Any person would have that on their list of the partner they're looking for. Someone who cheers me on. Mm-hmm. And Aries will be your number one cheerleader. And I feel like, yeah, that's similar to mine where I feel like really the best part of dating an Aries is how protected you feel. And like, yes, physically they will fuck someone up for you on the spot, but like more so even just emotionally and spiritually. I feel like I always say this on this podcast, both my boyfriend and my mom have taught me how to protect my energy and they both have Aries in their chart. And like, I feel like the thing with Aries placements is when they're protecting you, you don't even know that they're protecting you because they're not the type to be like, I'm doing this because of this. I'm doing that because of that. You just later find out that like, oh, they were doing that to like keep you out of harm's way. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't understand that because I always thought like, I always need to know what's going on and why, why are we doing that? Or why are we going this way? Or like, why is that happening? And I always come to find out later that they were working this out perfectly. So I was comfortable. And that's why I just get so confused when people are like, Aries is selfish. Aries only thinks of themselves. Aries literally has the capacity to make sure they're good, you're good, your family's good, everybody around you's good. Like, <laughs> they will make that shit happen for you. Yes. And not a lot of people have the energy to do that. Aries always has the energy to do that for you. Mm-hmm. You know? And I feel like also the best part of dating an Aries is how they'll teach you that, like, you can't let people get the best, best of you mm-hmm. emotionally. You know, and like they teach you or they have taught me how to protect my peace and to stop giving a fuck about what anyone thinks of me because they truly don't care at all. And I don't know if I would have respected any other sign telling me how to stop caring or stop giving a fuck because the way Aries goes about it, like I can't help but look at them in in awe and be like, oh, my God, you really don't care. Mm -hmm. Or like, oh, my God, like your number one goal is to protect your peace. Like, that's why they're willing to, like, put up a fight and be like, you're not going to cross me. You're not going to do that to me. And maybe it's because I'm a fellow Martian. It just, I like the way their warrior spirit comes out when they're protecting their peace and protecting their people. Mm-hmm. And I've learned a lot from it. Yes. I, I love that. I feel like they always, like, told or, like, reminded you not to let people get you down. You know what I mean? And if they were getting you down or and there's something you could work on because they do try and help you in situations, too, they're like, okay, well, like, let's get back, like, harder. Like, revenge, yeah. too, you yeah. know? And I love that about them, too. Like, they really do, like, light a fire under my ass. And, like, yes, they know they they know when to, like, cool off, but they also know when to be like, well, go fucking get it then. Yeah. You know? And I love that energy. Reminds me of Big Sean's song, Bounce Back. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Aries is, like, the epitome of bounce back energy because to them, like, uh, to them, failing is not an option and, like, 
failing is really a learning opportunity to go harder even next time. And a lot of other signs, you know, it takes them a while to get back up. Or maybe they just don't even get back up. Maybe mm-hmm. they try something else, like mutable. You know what I mean? They're like, I don't like this. It's not working for me. I'm going to go try something new. And like Cardinal Fire is like, nope, we're going to go through it. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not going to jump. I'm not going to dig a hole under. I'm going to literally go through it. Right. We're going <laughs> to fucking figure this shit and out. I love that. And I'm a fucking sensitive little biatch sometimes. <laughs> and I need someone like that to be like, don't let your emotions get you down. Don't let your emotions win. Mm-hmm. You know, you're stronger than that. And, yeah, I feel like it's also amazing having an Aries partner because, like I said in our video, how you you should tell them affirmations, they're really good at giving you words of affirmations. My man is literally always telling me I'm amazing, I got this. Like, just, like, telling me things that, like, as I'm reading, I'm internalizing and I'm like, yeah, I am that. Right, like, I can, I can get through this day. Like, yeah, yeah, shit was going bad, but, like, I don't know. They really know your strengths. I feel like they really see your strengths. And they help you focus on that. Yes. And, like, dive deep into that. And so you feel confident again. Yeah. It's the best. For sure. It's like they got confidence in a jar and they just give it to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, my Aries baby. Right. And they remember where you were confident. And it's like, let me bring this back. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It lights a yeah. fire under your ass. And you're like, if you see me in that light, I sh- I should see myself in that light, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, it's like it's hard not to because all of their reasoning is totally valid. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like they don't come like just blowing shit up your ass. Yeah, and honestly, you know? I just have to say it's this: not for my if, Aries. if an Aries likes you, like you definitely you have something going for you. You know, you probably are motivated. You probably want something out of this life because they're not attracted to people that don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so that's already something dope about yes. you. <laughs> okay, so a second one that I kind of have for you know the best part of dating an Aries is how good you'll probably get at being selfish with your you time when, when you're dating an Aries mm-hmm. or an Aries placement. Um, I feel like a lot of people get in relationships and it's really easy to just start being a little, a little codependent, you know, even if you're not a codependent person, you can't help, but you know, be in that honeymoon phase. It feels good. We're in love. We're hanging out all the time. Who cares? I don't need friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I feel like a relationship with Aries, it kind of with, because of the Aries' energy, there's going to be that boundary of like, well, I need my me time, so you better figure out what you're going to do when we're not together. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you're also not going to guilt trip me, like, At for all. it, you know? Like, from an Aries perspective, you know what I mean? So you really have to learn to just love your you time mm-hmm. or love your friends who you hang out with or have something else that you really like doing besides being with your partner. For sure. <laughs> and, like, I just hope that if you're out here trying to date an Aries, I hope you're not trying to make them feel like they're, like, egotistical because, like, they need this time by themselves. You know what I mean? Or that, like, they're too into themselves because they need this time by themselves. Like, if you're that kind of individual, go be with someone who's also codependent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Aries is independent. They're a fearless leader. They do shit by themselves. They don't need someone to go with them to the bathroom. All right? Relax. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I feel like, yeah, it would, it would be nice for their partner to also have that sense of independence. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to feel like a little awkward in that relationship. Yeah. You'll always feel like... I don't know, kind of maybe like your Aries is like pushing you away Mm because you're like, why don't you want to spend more time with me? Like, I just want to spend all my time with you. Mm -hmm. But it's like, "Mm, 
you know, in any relationship, you should really have something else going on besides just the relationship. Even sure. if you are a stage five clinger. Like, really, you should have something else, like, going on in yeah. your life. You being a clinger <sighs> should not be your top priority. No, it really shouldn't. Yeah. Be a clinger on the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Learn something from this cancer. <laughs> so let's move into our second topic, which is our astrology topic. And if you guys remember, in our YouTube, we <laughs> found this funny list uh, that basically describes why your zodiac sign sucks. And today we're going to be talking about which we think is the most true from this list and which is the least true. Yeah, so <laughs> you have to go and watch the video at least or like find what list we're talking about to actually enjoy this. Yes. So go do that. We'll give you a minute, you know, pause. Okay, welcome back. <laughs> So let's let's go for it. Yeah, then. let's get into it. Okay, I feel like one of the ones that I really, really, really agree with is Libras. You think you're nice because you <laughs> solved the problems you caused. Like, that to me is so funny. Did you guys hear that? This is why Libras yes. suck. You think you're nice because you solved all the problems you caused. <laughs> and let's be fucking honest. Libra is like number one public enemy when it comes to being instigator. Like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, they'll literally be like with their sweet little... I say they with my Libra Mercury and my side real Libra Stellium. Right, like, we. We. <laughs> it is us. I feel like I can't help it. Like, sometimes I feel like when you have Libra energy, you just kind of want to rock the boat a little bit just to see how people are feeling. We're a social sign, so I want to know socially how everyone's feeling here. Right. <laughs> and sometimes people are holding shit back, so I'll just, like, say, like, a key word that I feel like this room needs. And then I'll see where that goes, you know? And the theme of that word, it may have been triggering to some. <laughs> I'm kind of like giving away all the secrets here. Oh my gosh. But I can't I can't help who who takes it and runs. You know what I mean? Like I'm sorry. No, for sure. But it's fucking true. Libras be doing that shit. Y'all be doing this shit. No, we definitely do. Um I feel like we are master manipulators mm -hmm. and instigators. Mm -hmm. And um I think it's really funny how we go and whisper in people's ears and yeah. we're like, Yeah, that wasn't fair, right? They like, said yeah, that, right? Do this. No, for sure. You know, I just <laughs> like I'm sorry. I feel like Gretchen was a I'm Libra definitely. from Mean Girls. Yeah. Like Gretchen was such a Libra. She just tells me all her secrets. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, like, you're literally a horrible friend. You're telling everyone her business. Like, right. stop. You can't even keep it in. You can't help yourself. No, literally. You can't because you want to be liked so bad because you're such a good friend. Right. Like, oh, no. <laughs> you know? So I feel like that one's really true. Yes. And then I also think the Aquarius one is true. You're nicer to strangers than your own friend. Yeah. Because Aquarius, is, to me, just want to be liked by everybody. Because they are very much social. And I feel like, you know, to be a leader, you should be liked by everybody. So that's why they want to be friends with everyone. They're like, you'll follow my, my tribe, right? Yeah. You, you'll be a part of my community, right? <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like they do it strategically, too. Like, they just want to be on everyone's good side. And yeah. sometimes they neglect their friends. And I feel like their friends, their friends' feelings get hurt. Yeah, for sure. I feel like we said it, I said it in the video, like, it sucks because you'll see, like, your Aquarius friend, like, opening up to a stranger, and you're like, damn, like, you've never even talked to me about that. Like, I didn't yeah. even know you were, like, feeling that way. And as, like, a friend, you can only help and think, like, damn, maybe, you know, they don't trust me, or, like, I don't know what's yeah. going on here. 
I wonder if it also has something to do with like Uranus's influence on Aquarius because Uranus is the planet of surprise. So like I wonder if that makes Aquas more inclined to open up when it is a surprise encounter, when it is something random. Mm. Um, I don't know, but I feel like that that could be a possibility. Yeah. That energy is just more comfortable to them because they know it's nothing that's planned. Yes. Maybe there's more pressure when it is planned, when someone expects you to open up just because you've known them for a long time. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like a lot of these were true. Yeah. <laughs> there were some really good ones on here. The one that I picked was uh, cancer. <laughs> because Which one was the cancer Cancer one? is apparently nothing is ever their oh, fault. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I just feel that like That one is so true, so too. true, you it know? Is. Like, everything happens to cancer. Yeah. Cancer is a poor child victim. You know what I mean? Right. That has never done anything wrong in their whole entire life. No. And people are just out to get them. Everyone and is against them. And all cancer does is just bake cookies for everyone and mind their business. They're which just... is absolutely not true. Right. They're in everyone's fucking business. No. All the time. They're always fucking throwing tantrums. They always have a badass attitude. Yeah. And then they wonder why people address them. Yeah. For, and they're like, like oh, they came at me so foul. They have it against me. And it's like, well, you had a badass attitude yeah. the whole time. You were literally so why do you being think? a bitch. Why honestly? do you think? I'm not going to lie, like, we all talk about how, like, Cancer is, like, the mother of the Zodiac. You know what I mean? The moon, mom. Um, and they have that mom energy where they think they can fix everything and they're always cooking and shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they also have that mom energy in the sense that, like, they think everyone's out to get them. Like, I birthed you. Like, I made cookies <laughs> for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're always trying to make you feel guilty for the shit that nobody asked them to do. You said you wanted yes. to do this. You know, and moms are always trying to be like, Look what I did for you. All my life, I've did this for you. And right. cancer has that same energy. Low-key guilt trip you. Yes. It's like, damn, you clearly never got over whatever feelings. You're still swallowing in the pain. Uh, sure. And you're, like, taking that pain and, like, moving with, like, aggression and action. Now. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> Cardinal water. They're literally always leading with their emotions. They never use their brain. They never use anything else but their heart, which is also your superpower, Cancer. I love that about you, but right now we're talking shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now that I'm seeing this list, like, all of it's... Loki, true, there but the Gemini one. one is fucking funny, Oh my gosh, too. I almost brought you up the Gemini one. You think lying is okay. Honestly, yes. Gemini thinks lying is okay. They as long as do. it serves purpose in the story, it's truth. Yes. <laughs> as long as it serves them in that moment, Yeah, as long as it's I fine. entertained one person at least by this little lie, I've done my job, I'm done for the day, good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be of service to you. I'm so funny. Right. And it's like, oh my gosh. Don't ever tell a Gemini, though, that... Oh, no, they start they going... They're liars crazy. or whatever. Oh, my God, they freak out. But then it's also like, okay, you guys are hella forgetful, too, so... But they don't play it off. You could easily... <laughs> Let me tell you a little secret. You could easily play off if someone calls you out on, like, a little white lie. You could easily play it off as, like, oh, I don't remember, but you could tell Gemini starts freaking out. You're like, okay, so, yes, because why are you so defensive? You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? They don't even play that I forgot. They're like, why are you coming at me? Like, duh, 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 duh. you know, I never do that. Exactly. No, they're so funny. And it's like, because probably, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you lying. You lying. Why you always lying. Why you always lying. But they're, I feel like they're just lots of white lies for the most part. Yeah, they're stupid lies. I feel like they they just roll off their tongue, you know? I don't think they 
always mean to do like no, they don't for sure. really mean to do it like, I don't if they're not sitting with there mal like Gemini is so witty and smart that like they don't have time to plan shit out they literally are here they're the they're the person we're the person as my <laughs> Gemini moon has would say where we just walk into a room we didn't practice the speech it just comes out of me you know what I mean like yeah. I don't practice that shit <laughs> right I, I can't I have to see where the energy takes me. Right. If something came up in that moment, it came up. Yeah. It served a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which one do you think is, like, the biggest lie? Okay. I feel like the biggest lie was definitely Leo. Like, they're definitely not always, like, sleeping. 100%. I feel like they're always fucking out here partying in these streets. How is Leo going to show out and show off and let everyone know they're the hottest thing on this damn planet if they're sleeping? I feel exactly. like if anything, they're getting... Yeah, maybe they're because they need their beauty rest. That's the only way I could see it. Like, they're getting their beauty sleep. But, like, absolutely not. If Leo has the opportunity to shine on these hoes, they're going to get up and shine on these hoes. Amen. <laughs> They for surely will. You know? It's what they love to do. Literally. It's so what like thr- it's what they wake up to do. Right. So why would they go back to sleep? Right. They ain't gonna be sleeping out here when they could be like shining on you hoes. Literally. Uh, mm? Okay, I also <laughs> feel like the Capricorn one is is stupid and it's a lie because here. <laughs> Point A. <laughs> Capricorn, tenth house shit, right? Reputation. Capricorn would never forget to flush the toilet because what if somebody saw? You know what I mean? Capricorn cares too much about their image mm-hmm. to not flush the toilet. Mm-hmm. Like, that just makes no sense to me. Yeah, that's that's a low blow. First of all, that's, like, disgusting. And Be Capricorn mindful. would hate that. Yeah, I think no, they wrote, I just The don't person think... who wrote this list is clearly, like, a Leo. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or, let's see. Yeah, I feel like the person that wrote this list is definitely, like, a Leo. Yeah, I feel the same. I feel like they're probably a Leo. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like, yeah, like, why would you try and embarrass Capricorn like that? You know when they're going through this list, they're going to read that and be like, oh, my God, I always flush the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like this was really personal, and, like, it was, like, It this was about person's... their ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And, like, you your know? ex-boyfriend, Karen, he probably had, like, a, mm, what's a dirty one? He probably had like a cancer moon. Yeah. His mom probably flushed his toilet growing up. Oh my so God. now he doesn't anymore. So it's he not because probably... of his Capricorn sun. It's because of his cancer moon. Right. Or he probably did it to piss you off. <laughs> Literally. Because <laughs> you're always asleep. Right. <laughs> so you can wake up to a nice present. <laughs> turd in the toilet. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go, baby. <laughs> Something to talk about each morning. All right, lovely people, lovely third, lovely charmers, whoever the fuck you want to be today. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. If y'all already don't follow us on our Twitter and aren't subscribed to us on YouTube, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. Where you been? Yeah, on Instagram and on YouTube, we're Charmed and Dangerous. So Charmed, A-N, Dangerous, one word. And on Twitter, we're Charm, A-N, Danger, Charm and Danger. So go follow us there. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple. Share this with your friends. If we made you laugh, we'll probably make them laugh too Mm because we're just funny like that. We got a lot of laughs to give. Right. Okay. Make it a community. Exactly. I mean, it's already a community. Make it a bigger community. Yeah. <laughs> Laugh with your friends so we can all be friends. Switch mm-hmm. and meet friends. And you can tell your Switch. friends. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we love you guys. Have an amazing rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Bye.